Hi guys, this is a mixed bag of nerds podcast where we talk about anime, gaming, and nerd pop culture. Today, it's just me and local boy. Our topic today is Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition. Topic on hand is basically a real-time strategy game. If you're into historical events, if you're into the real-time strategy, then it's definitely for you to listen about. So for anything, the game-wise, it's roughly setting up itself in the New World in North America, South America, and a little bit of the Asian dy- of its other parts of Asia, which is like India, Japan, China. I believe about 14 civilizations, majority European, a little bit of Native Americans, such as the Mayan Aztecs, and I believe it's called the... Kota, I think. Anyway, oh, and then and including the Asian Asian civilizations such as Japan and China. So the game is generally you just depending what you're depending on what the game you're doing is probably supremacy or deathmatch. The game and it's more of a skirmish play. If you like more of a historical play, there's also that there's a sense of storyline that you follow that's not technically true, but it kind of co- kind of cool. Uh, how do you call this? Put itself along the line of historical events for say like uh, the first man to find the new world was christopher columbus in the game itself it's not christopher columbus it's technically a different group that joined in the chase and pursuit of an unknown uh hit unknown uh how do you call this society in europe again this is just a small story of it stopping this tragedy of fight of the well the story of the fountain of youth that the spanish found but anyway for for the game age of empires 3 you're just building up your civilization going through certain ages so discovery economics was the new term of the definitive edition the original context was before it as the commerce age so it was discovery or exploration economics uh fortress and industrial so it just goes up to multiple ages of changes and the improvements of certain weapons and for depending on your civilization oh uh shit where am i going with this again so in the game you're just con- you're you're beating other players or you're being another civilization uh by co- total dominance building up an army overtaking them purely by pure military strategy flanking flanking rear attacks blah 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 you can real-time strategy you're in the moment it takes seconds where the game will change dramatically if you don't take pay attention and when you go into deathmatch, where you get a certain amount of resources already and you accumulate uh, a sense of, uh, again, the g- this is practically another way to put it, uh, the game progression even faster, where you have to have a standing army before the opposing player overtakes you with there. Another format of the game is called treaty, where you're just having established trading posts and winning the game by monopoly, by holding certain objectives, obtaining victory at a certain timeline. Uh, time period so if you have to hold certain objectives for five minutes that's how you win the game other and that's that's another version of that play and setup so for as of right now i am more of a the player the certain civilizations that i've been playing majority is the spanish and the french uh they're more of the how do i call it so like spain they have a little bit more of a rush play where you have to accumulate as much resources as possible building up your army and for instant attack a rush attack where you're just quickly bringing your forces early as possible before they before they age and then for the french they have a little bit more more robust economy where their, un- their units of gathering are stronger and durable and they accumulate resources faster so they have a much more uh prolonged play so they don't need to rush they don't need to speed themselves to outpace their play the opposing players the only downfall is that they have a limited number of 
these resource gatherers. In France, they call it Korea. I don't know if I'm saying pronouncing it right. That's what makes it unique for them is that they're special units. What gives them the advantage? And each fact, each civilization has their unique advantages. For Spain, again, like I said, they have the Rodelero, Flash Buckler units, melee unit, heavy, heavy melee. They can take a cannonball shot. In-game, this is not real true, real life, but in-game, they can take a cannonball when they're fully upgraded. <laughs> they won't be splattered about like a mob of musketeers in one setting, but they can take a shot. They'll take one hit and they can still be charging through. And then when you play with the French, they have a unique uh, unique cavalry unit called the Gidarme, which is a strong cal- it's more of a shock cavalry where they have a tr- strong trampling ability. Uh, it doesn't significantly significantly show in screen in play, but it takes more hits to take out Gendarme. But again, this is just me uh, playing these two factions lo- at longest. There's other par- other tar- types of mechanics that in a game that's more significant, such as like like the British have like instant pop settler from making population housing. Again, this is a lot of like if you know the game, you'll love it. If you don't know, I encourage anyone to play the game. If you're into, I guess you say, this is like a chess. It's a world of where you play play about working with certain units and taking the best position and advantage as possible in the game. Hence, the resource gathering is made more of a splash into it because people like to build up, uh, grow. And that's the extra mechanic to that is to progress and see how far you take instead of the usual uh, pawns and rocks and kings. And, you know, it, not many two people are into it. I'm trying to keep it alive. So hopefully I have all my RTS fa- uh, family there or, you know, that I hopefully hopefully believe you guys are still there. Keep playing the games, keep playing RTS, keep it alive. Uh, and again, there's still RTS games being developed even till now. Like another game such as like Company Heroes is another one or uh, Total War is another game. But then again, that's all subjects that I'll talk about at another time. And what I want to bring up again, back to Age of Empires 3, definitive edition not the original is that there's at least improvements there's many improvements to the game that continues to grow and expand i'm happy to know that there's some players that on youtube that brings up the great perks and changes and you know improvements to play the game better and i'm glad that there's a group is trying a group uh, what's the group called name ensemble studio they continue to improve the game even till now still continue to improve the game and you know big shout out you know, good job, great, you know, great team. That hearing the development team is doing it. Uh, Age of Empires Three has a new faction called United States. So this is the that is the next coming upcoming uh, DLC pack on Steam. So I haven't played it yet. Uh, I have granted I'm not I have not I'm supposed to be a committed fan, committed player of the game, but I root for it because it's a game that I truly cherish and it's definitely worth playing. Yeah. So if anything, just. Throw your remarks, throw your comments, give me a shout out or just say, or, you know, holler at mixed bag of nerds. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Have a good night.